Alright, the date is May the 10th, 2022, and uh, we're here in the uh, the shack in the back, you know what I'm saying? shack in the back, I like it. <laughs> I don't it. know, you know, I think I like we've said it. it a few times before, honestly. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm Try to change it up every time. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Maybe we're on to something new. Yeah. <laughs> but is everybody doing good? Doing good, man. Just Pretty good. Staying busy. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, Levi and I were talking before Kevin actually got here just a few minutes ago. So we're gonna kind of throw Kevin on the spot here with this one. But uh, we were talking like uh, Texas. I I just came back from a trip a few weeks ago, or a couple of weeks ago, and I realized this: when you're in Texas, you see the Texas flag a lot. You really know, like it is almost like a nation state feel. People here are really proud of Texas. There's definitely a vibe here that you don't get from many other places. There are a few places that we did mention that kind of have that same feel, I'm sure. But Texas has that vibe. Why is it? Well, I think uh, the obvious answer that most people would probably give is that Texas was once its own nation, you know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. For 10 years, The obvious reason is, for most people, is that Texas is the best state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just the most recognizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just people all over Texas know where it's at. People I mean, all over the world know uh, where it's at. Me Texas personally, is. Kevin, I agree with you, man. You know what I'm saying? I, think, I, mean, I love it. It's my home. I, I mean, right. it's it's my I home. I think we should show some, we, we could throw show some other people in different countries that are not really up on their geography, show them a picture of Texas. Just the outline, and they're going to know it. And maybe I'm naive because I lived here so long. And I'm sorry to rudely interrupt you. No, but you're making a good point. <laughs> no, no, no. Just had to, I had to interject that into there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It is, yeah, it's true. I mean, about the about the shape of it and stuff, I do believe that's true. People. I mean, really, I, I've, I've seen other people like be shocked that uh, here in Texas public schools, we don't only pledge to the American flag, we pledge to the Texas flag as oh, well yeah. every morning. Oh, yeah. To the American flag. And you were saying the, the history. Pledge. I went to school in Kansas. I don't even think they had a Kansas flag in the classroom. <laughs> they had an American oh. flag for sure. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and I just don't remember it. The, the Kansas flag. But you yeah, don't I mean, remember it, you know. <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason. Right. There's a reason you remember the Texas flag. You see it a lot. Right. You know, they're, they're, that is real. Yeah. I, it's, it's definitely real. And I saw some of the state flags through the other states that I went through, but nothing like Texas. And, um, you know, but you were talking about the history, and I agree, right. too, with that. It is definitely Sorry. a lot. Sorry. No, 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 no. But, but no, I mean, uh, that's yeah. a reason. It's an, it is right. it's absolutely a reason. I, you know, I think native Texans... You know, when when it comes to their Texas pride and stuff, you know, have that have that on the mind. You know, yeah. that the whole Texas Revolution and and you know the whole Texas Republic of Texas thing. You know, yeah. You know, there is a spirit here, and the other thing about Texas that I think makes it so um, interesting is that is is the diversity in the cultures. Right. There's a massive diverse, diversity in the culture. The history of the state is made up of several different types of oh, cultures. Yeah. You know, and Six it's flags not, over Texas, man. It, so, so it's very, um, it's just a very, very diverse. Yeah. It's very no. Well, in, cer- like, in, in certain well, parts, it is. No there one, might be a reason for that. <laughs> like it was, but, well, but, it possibly but, relates to the history. But especially in South Texas. When you get to the Hill Country, 
it's it, the German population right. picks up a lot. You know, uh, you have like in the east uh, a lot of like southwest like like black communities over there. A lot of like you know obviously segregated communities. You know, like but it changes, right. man. You go out west, it's a bunch of like you know cowboy type free thinker types of all types out there very art artistic yep. um it really changes and the community changes. and i just you know driving through it i mean it's a beautiful thing man right. you know i love east texas i love south texas i love Cin- i think it's all has its bright spots man you know like yeah. it's cool places and no man i mean heck speaking of the six flags over texas man i mean even you, you were just mentioning here in Central Texas in the Hill Country, very German. You know, I mean, you drive through like Fredericksburg region and tell me there's only six flags over Texas. No, there's a seventh one. It's the German flag. Oh, you know? absolutely. I mean, no, know, the German you know, history here there. is very yeah. real, very real. And yeah. again, you can get into the the Scott Irish and stuff up in North Texas that right. that have settled there. The you Polacks, know, there's a yeah, lot of no, no, there's a bunch. County. Alsatian, County yeah. is Polish, Polish, Polish. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. dude. No, man, the the races and the, the nationality of all different types of people is incredible, man. It's it's really, I I love it, man. I mean, yeah, you could drive around Texas for a while and you will be like, wow, man, it yeah. really is. Yeah, kind terrain, of like a, a country, man. The terrain it's, changes it's like completely tremendously from El Paso, Texas. To just driving straight across on I twenty. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're going through the desert, the Chihuahuan Desert. We talked about that yeah. the last time we were on yeah. here. Yep. And you'll end up through Piney Woods. Yeah, man. you're gonna end up in Piney Woods on the east side. And then side, swamp. And then you're oh, gonna man. end up talking with somebody Louisiana, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do I love the Louisiana people, dude. Oh, I man. love the Louisiana people, man. They're cool as shit. They're they're yeah. pretty down home, man. We stopped and ate at a couple of restaurants there. Uh, it was it was cool, man. You know, and of we course made, the restaurant had a casino in the back, probably right. Uh, you know, we well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> or one across uh, the street. Yeah, yeah. In the t- absolutely, yeah. No, there was a lot of casinos going on, but uh, yeah. I we did make a make an absolute point to to stop at no chains, to stop right. at mom and pop restaurants, and to really get a feel of the culture and places. And it was awesome. You know, we right. didn't we weren't disappointed with that. If you ever yeah. go through Lafayette, my wife's my wife's family has a restaurant there called uh, the Cajun Table. Heck yeah, all really, right, yeah, dude. dude. And they're like, no way. Her Hell husband, yeah. the owners of it, her husband fucking crawfishes for a living. Yeah, and, dude. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll remember that. I'm dude. gonna have to keep that in mind. Yeah, Next my sister in Louisiana. I'm gonna ask you about that again just to get the. Yeah, dude. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, dude. Lafayette, Louisiana, man. All right, that's that's I do Cajun food. You know, they had, we stopped at this one place, like, down home place up by Caddo Lake, actually, right by Caddo Lake. We could almost see it from where we were. Right. And uh, that's where I actually took this picture of a, a bass on the wall, like, 12-pound bass this kid caught back in 2019 out of Caddo Lake. Damn. And we got to go there, dude. Yeah. That place is, it's not small, yep. man. On a map, it looks small. It's not small at all. You know what I mean? Really? But we, we ordered food, and I told my kids, I said, now, listen, we're not in the Texas Hill Country. We're in Louisiana. Everything on that menu right there, it's not going to have like some spice thing on it. It's going to be spicy. There's going to be spice to everything. And then she told us like, uh, once we ordered, you know, she was like, hey, there's some beans up there, complimentary. They're in like this, you know, home, like, you know, home. It's in a crock pot. Yeah, crock pot in the, in the, in the, in, the, in, the, in like a home, like one of those old white ones with like blue flowers on it, you know, old crock pots, you know. 
And and I told my son, like, let's go get some beans, you know, let's go get some beans and just eat them. We're here, we got to do it. Dude, we were dying, man. I gave him the ketchup and the mustard. I was like, here, this works, you know, just trying to make him laugh, you know, right. dumb and dumber style. But, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put the bottles on the table. No, like, we managed it. We managed it. But, but no, nah, they don't play around with their spice and their food no, in Louisiana. That's the point of the story. Did you have some crawfish? Oh, did we? Yeah, we did eat some crawfish, I think, yeah. my son and I. Yeah, he got something with crawfish in it. And, uh, yeah, we did eat some. Yeah, no, we definitely got the spirit. Like, we, we got some Memphis barbecue, got some Nashville barbecue. Um, it was all cool, man. You know, yeah. just a roadside barbecue spot in, in East Memphis. You know, it was, it was, it's all cool, man. You know, right. like, the country's badass, man. You know what I'm saying? I love the country. I hate, I, 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 uh, I, I like being able to go to other states. Yeah, I like that. Like going on the going back to my wife's family, like in their restaurant, they got a picture of her grandfather. He's like eighty something in the picture on a cane, and he's standing on top. Like this picture's old school. Fucking, he's standing on top of like a twelve foot gator's head. They said right after this picture was taken, the gator rolled, and he like broke his hip. No (laughs) way. I shit you not, but that picture's up. Like it's. Fucking Dang, classic, dude. Like dude. a like a classic picture. It doesn't matter where you're at. If you saw that picture that big anywhere, you're gonna stop and be like, "No fucking way!" Dang, but that man. shit was real. No, that that's crazy, dude. <laughs> he was like a captain, dude. Yeah, he, no, he helped build the tunnel through. Um, if you're going on I-10, you go through a state that's got a tunnel that goes under the, like, the bay, like through the bay. You you, you know what I'm talking about? Oh uh, no! I can't remember where it is. In Louisiana. It, it's it's either Louisiana or what's the state right after that? Mississippi. It might. Or Alabama. Then it's got to be close to Louisiana because her yeah. grandfather was a captain, but he helped he helped construct that. Yeah, like, that's awesome, a, man. He spent more time of his life on the water than he did. on Well, the now there is there is like, the Lake Pontchartrain. Now the Lake Pontchartrain Bridge goes over. The uh, the causeway goes over the top of Lake Pontchartrain for twenty three miles. Yeah, no, 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 back like back in there, he worked on all that stuff. Yeah, for no, sure. that's cool, man. That's guys, that's awesome. But again, and going back to Texas, like if you come here, you know, you could make, you could go on a trip, and and the states are cool, and being able to cross state lines, like I love that. But you you could get a pretty good feel of a lot of uh, different culture in in Texas, right? Oh yeah. Like, even going For down sure. to the coast, right? There's a vibe down at the coast. You know, it's a little bit different, oh, right? The vibe, the vibe like, uh, try to compare everything to, to, like, West Texas. West Texas, people are, like, standoffish. Like, don't fucking really, don't don't stick your nose in my business, you know? But down at the coast, completely different vibe. Everybody's relaxed. More take it easy, I guess. I yeah, don't know. it's crazy. No, it's... Go, I mean, you go down to like, if you go down to like South Padre Island, and I've always said this, when you cross a certain boundary down there past Kingsville and stuff, I mean, the culture, the buildings, the people, it's not far removed from what Mexico is like. You know, it's it's very, you know, it's, it's it, the culture very much oh, changes, yeah. you know, and it's no, awesome, sure. <laughs> dude. Like, it's, it's awesome, man. I love that. I say in my home, like, I have, I love South Texas, you know, like South of 90. You know what I mean? Because, like, growing up right there on that divide a little south, like, all the cornfields and, like, all the fields down there and then going into, like, the coastal plains of Texas. Where did you grow up? Castroville. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Old Cornfield High, man. Astroville. That's it, dude. <laughs> yeah, but it's changed, man. It's yeah, not that well, way that's anymore. That's the suburbs dude. now, dude. I that's mean, the suburbs crazy. of San Antonio, but, for sure. But, but it was it like a 3A school. When I was in there. high school, it was 3A, went to 4A. And then now it's like, they said it's 6A. I was like, I didn't oh, know there yeah, was a yeah, 6A. I didn't, I didn't either. Yep. That's nuts, man. That whole, I drive, I, I travel through there, not Castroville per se, but I travel quite a bit with my job and like south of the lake. Um, yeah, like, like M- Miko, Rio Medina. Lake. Yeah, going south, it's nuts. I man. recorded with my buddy in Rio Medina, right out of, out of, side of Rio Medina, like south of the lake, yeah. south of the dam. I recorded a song there with him. He's real cool, man. He went to Medina Valley. He was just older than me. But he's a cool guy. But I love that area. I grew up out there, man. You know, I, I was 471, dude. You yeah, know what 471, I'm saying? I mean, man. I was like, that was my... We were... I grew up on that. Lower Lacoste Road, going into Lacoste. Used to sneak into San Antonio. Go, we we would go... No, yeah, we went to San Antonio sometimes. But, I mean, we would, man. We would acknowledge the lights that were... To the east of us, oh, yeah, we dude. could. We were like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, what are you gonna do? And now, now they are the lights to the east. You know what I mean? It's just the way that it. it there goes. are lights to the east. Yeah. Well, Hondo's <laughs> for light. sure. Yeah, Banderas. Even out here, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Bandera. The similarities in Bandera and Cashville. They're not exactly perfect, but it is. It is very similar in what's happening to Bandera and also Hondo as well. Yeah. You know, it's very similar. One shield, I think Bandera might hold, is that it does. It has a little bit rougher terrain dude, going in there. Toward, dude, I mean, your hopes and dreams are gone. Be, San Antonio had rough terrain. San Antonio was <laughs> yeah, the hill country. Not, not the kind of hill country we have out here. Dude, man. if you go, have you ever been? Have you ever been to the Devil's Backbone? Have you ever driven down the Devil's Backbone? From like Blanco down to Canyon Lake, down to Austin, San Marcos area. Have you ever driven that? That is deep hill country too. Yeah. It's like deep, you know, like right. the hills here. A little bit different looking in some, if you're really an, a good eye for things. Right. But it's it's very similar. And I'm telling you right now, they can do anything they want. And yeah. people want that. Some people, like, they'll build communities on that. Los Angeles is like that. Los Angeles yeah. is built in a very diverse yeah. geography. I mean, right. it, it won't stop humans. And Bandera, yeah. what really helps Bandera, kind of a little bit, but it actually kind of hurts it, is it, this helps, what this helps, like Utopia maybe a little bit, and Tarpley might be a little out of it, yeah. but is the fact that Bandera cuts off and then comes up to Kerrville and kind of takes you back around to the places you want to be. Right. Keeps you from West Texas, you know? Yeah. Like everything out, even Medina may be a little, you know, safeguarded from some of it. But I mean, I don't know what the rules are as far as keep trying to at least trying to build institutions within towns to, you know, try to propagate local businesses and local supply chains rather than having these like big, massive, multinational corporate chains coming into all these small communities. They you know, try, I, dude. They try to do yeah, that. Yeah, like, they, they should. We, we, you know, try, but if not, like... What they happens, can get sued and stuff, right? Well, yeah, they, they will get sued, but if it's a if it's a straight-up law that's been on the books forever, or part of their city government, their ordinances, or whatever it is, like, people will fight that, and money usually wins. No, absolutely. Like, that's the thing, is you're going to get sued, and you're going to... But so, 
You know, and, and this is a, I think this is actually a major issue that we're going through because do you think communities, I mean, I can see the benefit of having, you know, a, something like a dollar store or something like that, right? Yeah, it's convenient. But, but, but why, why can't things be sourced, you know, why, why can't that be someone who lives in the community that owns a business that could source things and get it that way? Why is it that it's, these... It should be, but they can't compete, dude. Like, honestly, that, yeah, that yeah. blows them out of business because right. just they, logic. Like, if you're if you're going to go pay $8 for, or that's an exaggeration, but $8 for a dozen eggs down the street, or you're going to go to the box chain store that has them for dollar yep. like yeah everybody i mean we i would love to just have like a hometown mom and pop shop well the whole thing is we'll but see. what but, but what are they doing with the eggs and that's the thing where are they coming from and when we really follow know. down the chain of how what you know what they're doing to get those eggs and the practice you know that's when you start to have that's when maybe yeah. it, it does do us good to really think about that stuff and whether or not it's really good for a community because it provides jobs but i mean well, and plus, I mean, you know, that's a Medina, you know, little town like Medina didn't have a grocery store, you know, it had the old timer. The old timer was the closest thing this town had to a grocery store for as long as I can remember, you know, 20 years, 25 years. And nobody, no local ever opened one. No, no local ever just opened up and, you know, like a, a like a, a grocery store. A yeah. few of them tried to open up little other little, little, little bitty convenience store, like a gas station, pretty much. Little shops. Is that the little station right but, there on 16 on? Uh, no, like where the taxidermy yeah, is. Yeah, you actually make uh, a good but, point. Uh, there are a lot of but, small but, towns know, in Texas who have started like a market. <laughs> Uh, uh, like a what do you call it? Like a um, a country store, and there's always right. a there's always like a little fish fry or something along with it, like a cafe, right. you know, general store and cafe. Yeah. In yeah. my town, it was uh, Wolfenbarger's. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. the name of the store. No, they the still exist. Wolfenbarger ran it. In a lot of it, small it towns, of, they still exist. But check it out, right along the lines of what we're talking about. He had his store. He retired. Another guy came in years later, opened up his. I think it was like. Um, Davidson's, Davidson Supermarket, had everything that you needed. Even he was even a butcher. He had cuts of meat, fresh cuts of meat. It was a great little place. But they had a dollar store come in, shut it, shut them down. Just ran them out of business, man. People, they stopped paying that extra yeah. dollar on everything they were buying and saved it down the street. Where is it? Even if there had been an existing locally owned brick and mortar grocery store here in Medina. It wouldn't have stopped Family Dollar from moving in. Yeah, no. And no, Family no. Dollar probably would have Put them run out. them out. Unless they had a really healthy and really good like produce section. It's like in Utopia. But, uh, in Utopia there is a general store that is still functioning. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a yeah. it's a clean store. It's nice. They have a little restaurant attached to it, of course. You know, and, and you drive but, around and there's still plenty of little general stores open. And no, I promise. No, yes, there is. There yeah. is. But but it's not, it, it is a, this is something we're living in it because we're talking about like how, how you know, cash real was yeah, swallowed up and that's like it's shifting. all, and yeah. then strip malls come in, big investors want to build big strip malls so they can rent out, you know, they can buy what, like two acres and build a strip mall on it and then. They have how many different tenants, or they can sell it off to the next person who can 
manage it and have tenants, you know, and just it's just a quick money grab. Yeah. But what it is is it's destruction of a landscape that people have lost lives over. Indian people, Native American people lost lives over. Germans lost lives over. Mexicans. Settlers, Mexicans lost lives over. Black people, uh, is you know, all to, and for, and name the people. All right. of our heritage, you know, in places like this have lost life over trying to, you know, trying to get to some type of normalcy, you know, like trying to maintain some type of like peace. And one thing that I think ties us all together is the land and how beautiful so much of it is and the changing of it, like we were talking about the other day, you know, or just a little while ago is the changing of the landscape. And when you strip it all down and put strip malls, what, I mean, what happens? You know? I mean, it, 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 can we hit the... shoes we, from China, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, can we, can we, it's like, <laughs> could we pump the brakes on certain areas, you know, and like try yeah. to, you know, acknowledge, you know? I mean, all the history yeah. goes along with it, man. Like, when you go to places that have history, but it's all built up supermarkets and shit around it, it's like you can read the historical markers, but you're like, I mean, all this was built on the graves of all these people who died here, you know? I mean, you don't even feel the history, really. You know, it, it takes away from it. Anyone who's listening should check out the movie Fear and Loathing in Aspen, okay? I was telling you about this yeah, movie yeah, before yeah. we started filming. Sure. It goes, uh, like, so much of what you just said... It's all about man, you know. It's about it, it's it's based in Aspen back in the nineteen uh, like early nineteen seventies, and Hunter S. Thompson ran for sheriff of of Aspen when it was just starting to become this you know corporate <laughs> corporate utopia. You know, yeah. in the movie, he's he like the very first lines of the movie, you know, go over just that. You know, it was an individual utopia, and then it became a corporate utopia, and. How they're polluting the rivers and they're just changing the whole aspect of the town. You know, they're they're using the town as a commodity. You know, and it, it's just a great movie. I just yeah. wanted to plug. No, absolutely, it real quick. no, and, it, and the, it's, it's very, it's very <laughs> real. It's very great real movie. for a lot of people. That yeah. I, I do believe Santa Fe, the history of Santa Fe, the Native American and the Mexican <coughs> culture in Santa Fe. I believe that there is a lot of resentment. You know, for their culture being like you know kind of sold to a corporate like oh you know visit santa fe type of mentality like it's they have like a very good like farmer's market and there's good markets on the square where people still make good like they don't want to see it go they love the old santa fe you know like there's only a pocket of santa fe new mexico around the square that is preserved the way that you walk through it and you feel like you're in you're almost back in time a little bit and and there are very expensive stores, and it became very rich area, you know, like uh, in a time back in you know probably like the seventies, and they you know a lot of people fought that, you know. But one thing outside, right outside of that, everywhere it's grocery stores and now strip malls, and they do have like ordinances that everything has to be Adobe. But I mean, it's just it's built up so much, man. It's almost like if you really want that history, you got to stay in that one spot. And that's really it. Or go to the mountains like most the people, the local people do. Yeah, they try to get lost, dude, like on a place where there's less traffic, really. They depend on the nature. We all depend on the nature. That's why we don't want to see that shit get stripped away, you know. We can all have houses and comfortable places and restaurants to eat and stuff without destroying all of the things around us, all of the trees and the nature around us that 
makes us all happy and connects us with the earth, you know, no matter what religion or science, whatever you believe, you know, right. nothing, you know, I mean, it still feels good to be in that type of a situation and not like building after building and car and car and fucking parking lot and par- there's like no space between any of it. It's just completely taken over. And if you're a small community, you think you would really like try to put up any safeguards you possibly could to like, um, and I know, like you said, like you said, no, you're right, you're right. It's almost impossible. Like we talked about Mexico City on the last podcast. Yeah. Mexico City, 21 million people in the metro area. 21 million people. Like, I mean, that that stuff's been around for history. They're still digging up remains of older civilizations, you know, the Mayans and shit. Like Where that shit is history. There, there were massive civilizations around that. Nobody really knows what yeah. happened, or maybe some historian thinks he does. Yeah. Maybe y'all know, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to those civilizations. Yeah. I think like, it was the aliens, dude. Dude, that's a possibility. <laughs> no, absolutely. But they, that's happening here, and it's so the corporate, so to the corporate, so the corp. But and I don't necessarily know that the growth is bad. Like, if you had 21 million people, but they were all planting trees in their yards and shit, yeah. and it would a, be a fucking right. badass place to live, you know? I mean, it wouldn't be that bad, you know? But what is it... Who? What's behind this corporate push, you know, of everything? You know, this... May, I mean, the fast government. food everywhere, you know? I mean, like, what... The government! The government! This is a completely <laughs> unhealthy... Very right. cheap goods, like overly cheap to where, why are you even making this shit and selling it type thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't even need this shit. Why are you selling this and just putting it out there? It just really just ends up trashing the communities in certain ways, you know? I mean, it's it's an unpro- it just seems fuck really unproductive, you know? I don't know, man, but, you know, seems I could just be, be fear and loathing in Medina right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, no, dude. Shit, but dude. you have a you have a bigger appreciation for the for the country for the like for the, the name, land yeah. the land surrounding land and like you have that number one where you live like people yeah, people you, freak out. If you go like to Kerrville. You go to Kerrville. Yeah, the river path down the the path the walk path really nice walk path down the river. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like utilizing something. That your yeah. people can escape that reality of work and the grind that a city presents because you're there to have an opportunity or have have a restaurant that you can make a little bit more money at because there's more people there. Right. You know, there's a there's a reason you're there, right? So like having those things are just so incredible and uh, they they do exist. They exist. Those places exist. There are really cool places that are big and have grown in ways that are really productive. But even they, to your point, you can't fight it. You know you can't fight it. There, those places are going to come. No, those, those big corporations to, are going to find a way. We're all part of the. I mean, I call it like it, we're all part of the game. You know, like and it's not a game. It's our lives, but we live in this corp. Yeah, yeah, this corporate fucked up sense game, of yeah. we, you must play by these rules. You must go to work. You must make money. You must. Why, dude? Like we should just be trying to eat today. Like every other animal on the planet, yeah, raise our kids you productively. It, like, yeah, or, you know? try to be good people. But yeah, maybe you know, go out and fucking you know brew some beer, distill some whiskey, and have some drinks. You know, yeah, Let, that's like the you guy. know if you could find a bag of <laughs> mushrooms, then <laughs> you know. I mean, have you, you, have you, you all ever seen the Great Outdoors? 
Yeah, uh, with Dan Aykroyd, uh, and I feel like I have the Great Outdoors. I don't know, <laughs> but dude. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember the plot. Were they like the, the families? It's old school movie, dude. Yeah, like, I probably have Dan, Dan Aykroyd though. Yeah, sneaky he, good, right? Sneaky good, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Dude, he goes with his brother, and they take their kids on this like outdoor trip, you know. And one of the brothers is real genuine, and he's like trying to get his family to do stuff outside, you know, like. This is how we grew up, and then Dan Aykroyd comes in, and he's like the rich city guy who he makes all his money and spends his time on that big ass cell phone that they used to have in the yeah. 70s. Yeah, and he's like know? got the new technology. Yeah, and they're like looking at the lake, and his brother, the genuine one's like, "What do you think of this out here, man? What do you really think of this?" And he's like, "When I see this lake, I think about burying toxic waste underneath it and start putting condos over here and doing this. Like, he's the epitome of what we're talking about right now. Yeah, like, yeah, they exist, <laughs> man. No, it's, it's, a, it's a real thing. You watch, just went to Nashville. There are places in Nashville that are, it, there, there's some communities that are beautiful. And so much people with so much money have moved there. And, and, it's, and it's beautiful. They build these communities that are nice. and But, I mean, you know. Come on. Being, yeah, I mean, and and you know, to, to to their defense, actually, I will say a lot of a lot of people like that, where it's a really high class community, like Williamson County in South Nashville, or the Dominion in San Antonio, those areas, they actually do create a lot of local businesses and a lot of nicer, you know, because it's so much money. Where the right. you know, where the there are certain pockets that really. I don't know. There was a phase there. Maybe it was the 80s and 90s where some of these cities just really kind of disregarded that. I'll be honest with you. There are San Antonio's always under construction and the city population just outgrew the size of the city, you know, very quickly. Oh, yeah. But there are areas of San Antonio where they have done an excellent job of doing exactly what we're talking about, trying to keep the vibe of what makes San Antonio San Antonio, the river yeah. running through it, and well, the nature part the of it. Yes, that's like, a, that's exactly what I'm talking like about. Like the, they go I mean. in and find. I think every city does it to a certain extent. Um, I haven't heard very good things about Chicago or Baltimore, but I've never been there. <laughs> yeah. But San Antonio, same problem as anywhere else in the country. You know, like they, there's a section of the city that hasn't been taken care of in forever, and money comes in and revitalizes it and then they sell it to a different generation who wants to live there you know like i could never live at the pearl brewery where they have those apartments and shit dude like that's yeah. just not my style not but my i could but i could right. see where somebody who was young and single and who had the money to afford an apartment yeah, there i mean would, would live there you... and and be able to go down there and like different types of eclectic type businesses you know they're trying to have that local feel in the middle of the city next to the alamo very close to the alamo yeah (laughs) walking distance from no and and also very close to some old historic districts and to some districts that are not not very not very expensive and rich you know very poor areas and if they can rub off on some of those areas and bring some attraction and some change and some positive change like that's good too, you know. I think there's a it's a it's a double edged sword in a city. You have a lot of people, right? You know, and again, we talk about personal autonomy a lot, and it's like you have a lot of people with different mindsets, and it's a hard thing to manage. I'd imagine it's like crazy with 1.5 million people living in a 20 square mile radius. Think about right. that. It's like, oh shit. 
Yeah, that's a you lot know? of that's a lot of personal feelings flying around there yeah, on the road so, around you. So just just <laughs> keeping it manageable at this point is is uh, is good, but you know, I mean, I don't know. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. It I don't even know how. Is. Yeah, I don't even know how we even got on that right. that topic. But yeah, it's it's, down, it's, it's it's it is a topic. <laughs> yep. It is a topic that I feel like is going to be important. Is very important for if you live in a community that's outside of a growing city. You know, you're gonna, oh, yeah. you're just gonna feel this. There's no way that you, you can, you know, we don't want to see it happen. You know, right. no one wants to see it. Like, oh man, you know, that's gonna get real neighborhoods. You're not gonna recognize anything, but that doesn't change the fact that it's probably going to happen to a lot of communities around cities like San Antonio, Austin. Bro, it's possibly, co- yeah, it's, it's happening. happening. It's now. happening it's right speak. now. It's been right now, and it has been for, forever, for decades, yep. for sure. Yep. Well, uh, what do you got, man? Yeah, I mean, uh, we need we're clip. about 30 minutes in, so we can spend the next half on uh, some different topics. Uh, one of them that I wanted to bring up that that I that I thought was pretty uh, pretty pretty neat, pretty cool, is that uh, 20 attorney generals of states are uh, threatening to sue Mayorkas, the uh, Department of Homeland Security director, for uh, forming this new disinformation governance board and uh they they sent him an angry letter i guess is pretty much (laughs) what it amounts to but uh you're crazy (laughs) from across the fence but it was the uh, haircut (laughs) (laughs) it's like dude i'm bald Uh, i'm going nowhere it was virginia's attorney general who i guess started the whole thing and led the led the charge, I guess you could say, of it. And uh, the other states that joined in are Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Uh Utah, and West Virginia. So, golf clap for those states, uh, attorney generals, you know, going in on that. I mean, we're sticking together down here in the south. Not even uh, all, yeah, yeah. Even West Virginia, you said too, right? Yeah. What else? Yeah, that's, yeah. So, uh. Yeah, definitely stick together, though. There's groups of states that seem like. Oh, yeah. Everybody's on par with the same train of thought, but yeah. Yeah, that runs up into the Midwest, too, though, pretty pretty deep there. Pretty much all the red states. Yeah. Pretty much all the red states. What do Hawaii and Alaska think about it? I don't I didn't see them on this one, man. I guarantee you, I know what the people there think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? What? Give it some time. <laughs> Who's Mayorkas? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Mayorkas? Mm-hmm. How come some some chick that he's appointing to do this governance board thing is going to be yeah. deciding what's disinformation and what's not in this country? You know, yeah. since when is that the government's job at all? And I think that that is what's behind this whole, uh, you know, this whole twenty states threatening to sue the federal government essentially, uh, essentially uh, over this completely unconstitutional you know board of I mean is, is it even you know? is, is even arguing being constitutional even like I think it's so far past that at this point that we could recognize that they have no oh yeah they no. have no you know they they that's not even something that they figure, you know. So even like we're steps behind them by thinking that they play. They don't play by those rules. Those rules are gone. But you know what I'm saying? They? The government. The government. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. No. We, we are the government. 
Yeah, no, really, but I think people, the same, probably, honestly, the same people that invest in these large corporations to come and, uh, you know, keep growing through towns, you know what I'm saying? Probably, and I just think it's, we say they, it's a mindset that some people have that, that has just been indoctrinated, you know, over time, just like in some ways, just like the Constitution was. With our country, you know, things were fought, you know, wars were fought over it, and and a lot of people died and perished over these fights to make uh, ideas the way they were, and then, you know, but before that, they were something else, and they become something else, and that's why it's important to, I think, delegate some time into, like, what's going on in the world to not be completely blind to it, because if you're a good, if you're a decent person in the world who has, like, decent thoughts and wants to do something just regular and decent in the world you've got to be have a voice too because if you don't then people who are just loud are just going to be and maybe they have really poor ideas and they're just super loud right you know and that's that's just it's a shame you know that you have to that's what makes you kind of have to get a little bit acclimated to presenting your voice somewhat you know, without, you know, you don't have to bring aggression or thing like that, but you at least have to speak about your way of life and let it be represented to some degree or else those ideas go away, you know? It's, uh, it's kind of weird, man. Like the things, think about that 30 years ago. Hey, we're going to start this new group. What does the group do? When we're able to basically... We're going to spy on all your phone calls, Americans. We're going to find people who we think are terrorists within America. I mean, they probably would have accepted it, but people would have been like, oh, my God. You know, like, I can't believe this. It would have been a shock to people. (laughs) People wouldn't have even, they couldn't have even told people. It would have been such a shock. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that people could have even really processed it. It would have come so fast to them too much. But, But over time... Now that we can talk, we're just even having this conversation, you know, of like, oh, look, they're spying on everybody because they are going to see who's saying something they don't like. But who's they? And what don't they like? And is what they like going to change over time to what they invest in? Or what, you know? I mean, we all, any human being can see the slope here, dude. Right. I mean, left, right, my God. I have friends that are... Like, Beto supporters. And they're good people. And you know what, man? The other thing, that what they don't like is, like, the diehard, radical, Trump or die type, you know, really. And I don't mean to always... Nobody likes that. No one... Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's what what people in the the, the news or the the information network. And you don't like the people who are hard the other way. You know, like way too hard the other way of like, you know, everything free for everyone. Yeah, you know, waving, like, you know? waving communist flags. Yeah, it's like exactly, yeah. you know. And that's Chaz. Those are the people Chaz. who took over the. So we need representation there. for that. <laughs> that you know, not not middle middle ground, but still in representation of all of our values, which do differ sometimes, and it's complicated. It's a complicated issue, but the radical sides got to simmer, man. And the media yeah. needs to stop playing into the radical sides, you know, if it's going to ever heal. You know, those people, like, if you're a... As long as it gets stories, you know, that's not going to change. You yeah. know I mean? Uh, even just over the, 
weekend there was the protesters who showed up at the uh, yeah. Supreme Court justice's yes, home. Yeah. And was like, they showed up in full black block uniform, you know, I mean, like, just fully blacked out, masks on and everything. They looked like they were ready to screw some stuff up, you know, I mean, yeah. then. I'm going to say a poor joke. <laughs> I was there, like, That's was there a pregnant lady there? Probably not. Probably not. They probably stayed home on that one. <laughs> oh, no. but yeah I will say no no you know Levi what you said there is it will it it, it won't change you know the media as long as they get stories it's not going to change but you know think about it like the bell curve right at what point does it get so bad that it starts to get ha- head back the other way like events have to happen I understand right. that's not a, like that's when that's when conflicts and stuff can really happen or on on those on those downward, on the the peaks and the start to be downward, right. you know, like we've kind of seen, right? Yep. And that's what makes it so dangerous, and why you want to avoid that radicalism, man. It's it tries to suck you in, man. It's a, it's like addictive. It's like a drug, you know. They tell you something. Oh, people on the left want this, and you're like, oh fuck those people, dude. They want to take my guns, <laughs> you know. You're like, what? That, you know. Yeah. And then they they tell them, hey, people on the right, dude, they want to fucking not ever let you be able to ever even think about an abortion not even a day into it you know and yeah. you're like oh man fuck those people you know it's like doesn't no one even thinks that man yeah. you know everybody's yeah. kind of everybody's willing to to listen so many people much many more people are willing to listen when it comes to politics nothing is left and right like that anymore it's so old yeah you so it leaves me thinking like i'm supposed to have an opinion about that yeah. Like, what? I never yeah. even thought of that before. Like y'all yeah. presenting yeah. some new shit. That's like for me. <laughs> like like for you, what do you think about it personally? That's as far as I go with it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to think about what someone down the road's doing with it, you know? I'm just trying to think what I'm doing with my life. Like right? I don't know, bro. I'm just trying to watch the UFC fight. Did yeah. <laughs> Did you see that last one? Did you watch the one? Yes, dude, that's what I was bringing it up. Casey, we will Casey, talk about Casey, that at the Casey. end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, right, we'll talk right. about that at the end. So we'll let we'll let oh, Levi yeah. carry on for with one this. more topic here. Uh, oh man, I don't know if I came prepared with another talk, uh, topic. Uh, to, well, we can we uh, can still right. slide into that. That DHS yeah. topic's a big one. We don't have to necessarily leave that. That that right. ties off into a lot of different things, man. And you can have some time in talking about you know I don't know you know different well, ways that we saw it leading up or that. People saw it leading up in the past, you know. Right. I mean, well, I mean, I think I do think that it's very interesting how it came right after Elon Musk uh, acquired Twitter. Well, that's you that, know, I that's mean, a the, very the timing on point. that just couldn't have been couldn't have been any more, con, you know, when less you, conspicuous. Hey, when really. you said when you said it, you were like, uh, 20 attorney generals actually are going to sue." I almost asked, "Is one of them Elon Musk?" <laughs> Right? <laughs> for real, man. Because that is true, dude. For real, yeah. man. That is a great point. Like, that is odd. It's, it's definitely a, yeah. uh, some no, irony it's, there. You know? it, 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 it is. Uh, Are they going to shut him down, man, or what? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to, like, try and regulate Twitter out of, like, pretty much making it, like, an almost unusable platform for anyone... 
on the right or anything like that. They could do that to almost all of the major social media uh, programs, you know. But I yeah, think that their aim, I think that their aim with the with the disinformation board is simply, very simply, to control the propaganda, you know. And they don't want you to see any other sort of propaganda, and. That's always been. It's not that they don't want there, there to be propaganda, you know? right? Yeah, they exactly. Want to control the you know, they want to control the disinformation. They can't they start don't want wars as easy as they used to. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because people are on to them. Yeah. People have, <laughs> yeah. More people have a voice. And They're can like, speak wait out. a minute. Now let's tell them what to think. And I mean, really, this has. <laughs> if it's this has. real, though. Been, it's really like, <laughs> true. I don't know what whatever will, you know, cause a great awakening if this hasn't been one, you know. Going forward, I do believe that the pendulum has begun to swing the other way and that you're going to see a reaction from what many would call the right. You yeah. know, the, the con- oh, excuse me, I got some hiccups. We even talked about uh, this from the back, uh, too, you know. Right, the pendulum yeah, you know, swinging back. When I think that when the pendulum swings a little too, a little too fast and a little too far one way, it's going to swing back like, you know, every, further, every action yeah. has an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yeah. Isn't that one of the... Sometimes great, yeah. You know? Sometimes and, greater, possibly, you know? <laughs> I mean, if you give it a push, yeah. then yeah, Add it a absolutely acceleration is there. Yeah. greater. And I think that over the last 20, you know, 20 years or so, what the left has pushed in this country culturally is going... It's... It's been too much, too fast, I think, you know, especially when it comes to things like the whole gay rights, transgender stuff. Are you the, sharing uh, about that? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and topics like abortion, you yeah. know, topics that used to be taboo, you yeah. know, are now just... In your face, not they're not only in your face; they're in your children's face. They're in your children's programming. I think that the pendulum swaying a little too far, a little too fast for society, and you're about to see the reactionary cause of all of that. You know what I mean? I uh, like in a cycle, like in a time cycle, right. not in a day. But no, in, not in a day. Yeah, but I think years that, of like in the 2022 midterm is probably going to be a red wave. And I know that gets said a lot, but I think that this one, and, and I know this probably gets said a lot too, but I think that this one really will be the big one. I mean, I could be wrong. Hold on, the Cowboys let's are going to win the Super Bowl. Let, yeah. Hey, who knows? Let's listen to this back in, in you know, in, in, yeah, in no, a really. year or so, yeah. and, and we can probably no, I think I, I, I No, no, but I but, do uh, not. I mean, I would be surprised if we're... If you're not, uh, it's going to be, the wave will be more red than blue. There can be no doubt about that. I mean, right. Right. Golly. And I mean, in 2024, do you really see a Democrat winning in 2024? Because I can't see it at this not, point. Not, oh, I mean. So, what? I mean, um, president. Oh, no. You try to, I mean, try I to think, think of somebody. somebody. No, I mean, who, who would But they be, always I mean? surprise us, dude. There's going to be some yeah. comedian... Michelle Obama? Yeah. The Rock. The um, Rock, yeah. <laughs> we're all going to smell what The Rock is like cooking. Fucking yeah. tell, us, tell us what you're cooking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know you're what professional. Keep it professional. Man. I mean, I wonder if that's the future of politics. 
It is. And, and, well, and, and, and they especially when they, good. especially when an establishment knows that they can use that to their advantage, you know, and it's not, it's not a pushback to them. Like Trump was a pushback to them. Like, okay, we can't control that fucker. You know, yeah. he's a loose cannon to us and maybe to us all, truly, you know, who knows? And who knows what it really is? That's the problem is there's no control over it. But if now if we can, if we can emulate that, but have, you know, have a way of having a little bit more control over somebody, then we can kind of have our way more. Right. And that is something that you might have to watch out for. They, those dude, dude, their tactics are sneaky, dude, like you said. Oh, yeah, they they're... draw them up real good. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there are steps ahead a lot of times. They really are, man. They don't play by the same rules. You know, like, we still love the Constitution's ideas and talk about it. Like, they, these people don't play by that. They're like, there's yeah. no guards there. There's like, way past that, you know? Yep. Well, we can let's well, get in. Let's yeah, get into well, some culture talk, dude. Let's get into that because we did have a. There was a UFC event. I love the UFC. I'm willing to. I've followed it for years and years, man. But uh, oh, yeah. that event, man, uh, was good. And, did you uh, see the Kukui get knocked uh, out? Yeah, uh, got Tony kicked Ferguson. in the fucking face. Yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's a cool man. ass name, but yeah, dude, I love that it. Kick I, was... I, I love Tony Ferguson, man. His he's crazy, man. That guy's a uh, madman, you know. He's a, well. First of all, anybody who gets in there at that level is a madman to some in the best way. Yeah, I mean, like that. he's like, got a bunch of people in the seats. But the way that. he trains and stuff, dude, is crazy. You know, he has his his adrenaline or his stamina is like uh, really, really high level. You know, like there are stories of him just like training, you know, training beyond even you know past of, past the class. Stamina. You know? Did you watch the boxing too? Did oh, you watch Canelo? Canelo? Yeah, he lost. Yeah. Yeah. I watched I watched the Gaethje fight and the uh, he got Canelo he got submitted fight. yeah well, he got knocked Kuku. he got I didn't knocked see down Kukui. I just saw the the highlights of that Gaethje one. actually got knocked down with the right hand before he got submitted he got oh, hit yeah. with a clean right hand I mean that that I think that was a flash knockdown you know they like, were getting after well it dude. was a flash knockdown for sure they were fucking getting after dude would you go to a live UFC event Yeah well, fuck yeah me too man we should go dude for real Hell we yeah. should go to one. When they, they come to say that they're coming to Austin. Are they? Yeah, they are coming to Austin. That's a little, I mean, that's a stretch to go, but it'd be cool. If they come back to San Antonio, man, we should really, we should go down to it. That'd be cool, dude. I'm down to do Shit, that. we're about to drive to Houston to go see Yeah, Ron, Ron Paul. Paul. Oh, come on, that's oh, Ron Paul, Ron. dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I can watch the UFC. We could all, we should order one sometime, you know, like, like all, you know, so it's cheaper. We should just order it out, man. Like have some beers and watch, watch yeah, dude. the event. Watch you know? watch a fight. We should do it. That's yeah, what I did. I went with my brother in law to a uh, UFC party one time. I think it was the uh, what was that fight that was like real anticipated and it only ended up lasting like twelve there's seconds. There's a lot of yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. Oh, oh, Conor McGregor, yeah, Jose Conor Aldo. McGregor, yeah, Jose Conor Aldo. McGregor. Um, dude, but man, you saw you saw a magical there. left hand man. Anyway, yeah. You saw a magical left I just hand. thought it was so funny. How, how we went to this, you know, it, this this friend of mine had put together this whole big party for this fight. For the fight, you know? just boosting it and up. And like, yeah, everybody was so <laughs> pumped up for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, to the casual fan, that sucks. Yeah. But to somebody who is a fan of what the people are in there actually doing and training. Yeah. Conor McGregor, there's video of him from that night. In the training, right before he went out to fight another man that is a world will take your head off if you don't know what you're doing. You know, like right. a killer. You know, 
And he's going out there, and he's calm in the back, and he is stepping to the side and throwing that exact left hand. Like, he, he baited him in, got the reaction he wanted, and landed the exact the exact shot at the exact time that he wanted to. And if it, that is beautiful, man. Like, to, I would pay to see that. I yeah. would pay to see that yeah, because that, was, that is that slick, for the man. Books, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is slick. You know what I mean? Now, what really sucks is, like, if someone gets poked in the eye. You know what I mean? And then it's like fights off. He can't continue. It's like, no way. We just ordered this shit and he got poked in the eye. That doesn't happen often, but fights have been called off for nut shots and pokes in the eye because they give them five minutes. And if they don't recover in five minutes, dude, get poked in the eye and then try to have to go fight somebody now. You know, or kicked in the nuts. You know, it's like, dude, man. I mean, I, I don't feel like if they have to not carry on, like, I don't like. Dude, I kind of understand, man. You know, like yeah, I wouldn't right. want to carry on either. I wouldn't. He I wouldn't him, want to be out there uh, with two good eyes or three good nights. You know, three. No, <laughs> Gaethje got submitted, right? Like yeah, rear naked, naked choke. choke hold, yeah, dude. yeah, but Charles Oliveira is slick. Did you uh-uh. watch the fight? No, no, I don't. I don't watch UFC. No, do you watch no. boxing? Uh-uh. No, not really. No, yeah. no movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, you know, I watch. I, I watch football. I'm not much of a watching sports kind of guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, I watch them live. I, I like live sports. You know, I, I like, I don't mind it, but I don't mind watching them back either. No, and yeah. just kind of going, going through. I love going a stadium and watching now, sports live. That, I used to live up in Kansas, college town. You know, I used to go watch KU football games all the time, man. You know, I love the atmosphere of a, yeah. of a, of a no, sports stadium. No, I agree. Stadium. I used to go to Royal Stadium, man, you know. That's a slow game. Baseball is a slow game, dude. But you go to a real professional stadium like Royal Stadium. It's an experience. And the atmosphere yeah. is it's just a, it, like... You're yeah. so right. You're I mean, so yeah. right. I you agree. You could be sitting yeah. anywhere and hear it crack off the bat and the, just, the yeah. stands just oh, like freaking roar. Yeah, yeah, like you feel that energy yeah. of when things happen. And even when things are getting slow, you know, you can always start a wave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, one time, one time I was in the Alamo Dome after Katrina and the Saints were playing in the Alamo Dome. And we, we were there watching them play the Falcons. And Michael Vick, you know, and a wave started in the Alamo Dome. And yeah. there was like 60,000 people in the Alamo Dome. It's huge, you know. Right. And, dude, this wave was like something. I mean, thinking about <laughs> it now, I was only, I was young, dude. I was like, I was like 19 years old. So <laughs> the wave is awesome. Dude, I didn't realize what I was seeing, dude. I was like, now if I saw that, I would be tripping. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Yes, and you just get in, and you don't want to miss the timing. You know, you want to be right on, dude. Now I'm that's like, special. After, after it's the show, special. It's after special. the show today, now I'm gonna have to like look into the history of the way. You know, <laughs> like for the Romans in the Colosseum, just like like waiting every like between decapitations. You know, they were just like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wave is badass, man. The wave is absolutely special. It's a special <laughs> event, you know, and like yeah. and like. Every, I bet you at most games it's tried. Oh, <laughs> but I bet you, like, I'm talking about the I know, no, but seriously, like, I bet you at most games. We cover all topics on this show. At most games it is tried. It, it, it's attempted. You have but to, only dude, at you few, have to, only yeah. at a few does it become real special. You have where to. Where everyone's bought in. And, yeah. and it keeps going for a while where you're thinking like, dude, dude you know, we used to go to, we we're used about to, watch... to freaking, you know, we're about to fuck up the moon cycle here. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? We're creating gravity. Yeah, like we're <laughs> waving, dude. 
We used yeah. to watch the a hockey team of all things. I think we've <laughs> talked about it before on here, but then San Angelo had San Angelo Outlaws hockey team. It was a semi-pro hockey team. In San and in the Coliseum, yeah. that's the wave would go around. Yeah. Man. I'll never forget yeah, one of those games either. It's the energy of those yep. games, and the wave is huge, man. That's so crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, it's <laughs> weird. I wonder if UFC events, that I mean, because that's like a... I, I don't think, I see their athletes, you know, like, they just take major risk with their health, physical and mental health, and what they're doing, and you you cannot skim over that fact. There is, there could very well be someone in boxing or mixed martial arts that dies from what they do, and I think they have to be sort of aware of that, you know, yeah. and uh, it's a kind of a coliseum type of a thing. You know, and I wonder if the wave goes on there. I bet you it does. I bet you there there are waves at UFC and boxing events as well. You know, I, I'm sure there are. Uh, right? be. I bet you there are. You yeah. know, and it's kind of like that. It's like in between. You know, someone just got knocked many, out, and they had. You know, how many of the right? athletes have ever experienced the wave? Like been out, yeah. You think that they've been like um, they ever experienced what we're talking about? Like Like been in the audience, yeah, in the audience. Like most athletes, man. I hope so. Yeah, maybe not. I know. A lot of those NFL players and stuff have been in. They've been on the field on the field field, since they were in like junior high. They don't know that we create that energy. Yeah, (laughs) they don't know that we're the reason. I mean, I just think like you're there, right? You're like think Arrowhead. You're a Chiefs fan. Arrowhead's a great one. You're at Arrowhead Stadium, and and at the end of the game, man, Patrick Mahomes just threw a touchdown pass. It's the fourth quarter, right at the end of the game, and they score to take the lead, and everyone oh, stands dude. up in unison. It, it's that bowl, it's unbelievable. That bowl gets loud. It's unbelievable. I mean, the energy that's coming off of that is yep. is a powerful, powerful thing. I mean, it's like a standing army at that time of people. Just all engaged in the same moment. Oh yeah, you know it's crazy, dude. It's it. If you've never experienced like sport sporting events, you know I think it's something everybody should do. No matter even if you like it on TV or not, right? You know, go and check it out and see what it's like. It's crazy, man. Have you been to the new Dallas Stadium? I wonder if it I provides know. that same thing because it's kind of big and oh, spaced man. out. I went- I went one time with some friends and we just got the party pass tickets. They were like, at the time, they were like 30 bucks. You don't even get a seat. You're just watching it on one of the screens in the, like behind the audience. Like, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Like you could, I walked up to the stairway and I got to see the field once. I would you know rather I mean? have Arrowhead. I was like, oh man. Uh, you know, this is not what I thought it was going to be. You know? Yeah. yeah. But then again, we didn't go there. We went there to really party. Like, yeah, we took the party bill. We had the party. party I don't give a fuck about the Cowboys, dude. They literally <laughs> sold us on the party pass. Yeah. I did get to see a dude from Tennessee. I can't. You might remember his name. He was a running back for Tennessee. Um, um, no, I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe he, was, would... he was fucking good, dude. I can't remember that dude's name. It'll yeah. come to me one of these days. Yeah, I went to the cow. I used to go to the Cowboys training camps when they would come down here and do training camp in San Antonio, and we would go watch them like do. Like when Terrell Owens was on the team. Yeah. Uh, actually, one time, uh, who was the remember uh, Julius Jones, the running back? Yep. Uh, he threw his gloves up, man. I caught his gloves, dude. Really? Yeah, really? T- yeah. Like I was just sitting there, and he threw them up. We were just there, and the right place at the right time, really, you know. But uh, that was kind of cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I've, I've always been. I've always really liked the Cowboys. You know, I've watched football. You know, growing up, my yeah. dad loved. Oh. My dad's a Packers fan, so I would love to go to Lambeau Field. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to the ballparks, like different baseball fields and football fields in the I United wanted, States. I always wanted to see Wrigley. I would, oh I never yes, played baseball, yeah. but like watching it. Whenever I was a kid, I would watch a game every now and then, and I'm like, "You've seen Rookie of the Year, Wrigley Field? Like that sounds like a sounds like you've seen Rookie of the Year. I've seen Rookie of the Year. Heck really. yeah." Henry, re, ro, 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 That's a classic, yeah. man. I got a shirt of Brigma, the coach Brigma, you know. Let's play some ball. And he's in the shirt says, let the big dog eat. You know, <laughs> everybody's batting. And he's like, yeah. now, nah, let the big dog eat. And you can hear, if you slow that movie down, uh, you can actually hear in the background the players like, yeah, whatever, coach. You know, we're like walking off. <laughs> They've just given up hope on him, you know? <laughs> Shit. Hey, dude, what's no, this movie but, over here? The, there's this movie you have called For Year One. Year One? What is that? Oh, man, you've never seen Year One? Uh-uh, what is All that? All right. Okay, let's finish off this episode with the movie of the week, okay? <laughs> year One. Year One. Uh, that's with uh, John... Uh, not J- John. Jack Black and... Uh, no, pull it out real quick. So I can see the other name on there. I believe it's a, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Oh my Sarah. gosh! Yeah. yeah, man, this one is uh, it's kind of a parody of the Bible in many ways. There's, there's a, <laughs> it parodies a lot of Bible stories in here, uh, but uh, it's just a comedy about these two cavemen. Pretty much, they, it starts off like caveman times, but they venture off. He eats, Jack Black's character eats the forbidden fruit. He found the mushrooms. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And they kick him out of the tribe, so they have to, they go off and they end up running into uh, Cain and Abel. They're there for the, for when Cain kills Abel. And then they run. I mean, so that parodies a lot of uh, Bible stories and stuff. Would you rather uh, watch that movie? (laughs) We'll leave on this question. Would you rather watch Year One or Encino Man? Oh, man. You know, probably Encino Man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I mean, Year Encino One man was cool. Oh yeah, yeah Encino is Man a, is, is a good movie for if if you're just really stoned or something. Yeah, <laughs> and you just want to laugh yeah. at situations. It's like Tropic it, Thunder. Honestly, I mean, Tropic Thunder was a good one for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Year One has on like Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't imagine it's a very high score. You know, <laughs> I mean. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, and a lot of and movie critics liked it, but I don't believe they did. Yeah. Jack Black is hilarious, but, uh, dude. Oh yeah, yeah no, Jack it, Black. It is, a, it is a hilarious movie. But in but some ways, Encino some Man ways, it's, it's just, just took over oh. their place as the movie of the week, Encino right? Man. I think so. Encino <laughs> Man's better, dude. I'm just gonna say no. Now I don't know. I, I would watch it. I like Jack Black enough to at least give it a try for sure. I would watch it. But uh, yeah. no, Encino Man, dude. Is that a '90s movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. come on, Brendan Fraser. Blockbuster Peak video. Brendan Fraser, man. Take us back, man. Take us freaking back. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.